Male Karen says we destroyed his game and demands a replacement. I make him look stupid in front of his girlfriend. This story comes from the same OP from a previous jerk video titled Thieves Robbed My Game Store While I Was Working. This story might not be as dramatic as my last, but it's still memorable and it really helped me shift my somewhat bad attitude into something more helpful. There's only so much retail workers can take and I think that it's really important to stand your ground when you can. And I was blessed with countless amazing leaders during my retail career who understood, to a point, that even though I am sometimes harsh, I always acted with the customer's best interests at heart. Unless the customer really sucked. Then they never returned and we were all very happy for it. I do not believe that this customer was a bad person, but he was definitely not having a good day. This story starts with me alone again at the register. I can't remember if my manager was in the back or on break or about to leave, but I think she was there. She saw the whole thing on the camera. I only had one customer in the store at a time, which I prefer, because then I could take my time to have full conversations with them. I can't remember what he was buying or the topic, but I do remember we were smiling and laughing with each other, just having a pleasant chat, when we were very suddenly interrupted by an angry customer slamming a box onto the counter. I jumped and gave him a look at his angry neon billboard face and said, I'll be right with you so I could finish up my conversation with the previous customer. I began to shift over to the furious guy and before how can I help you fully left my lips, he was yelling with his big boy voice. Your system destroyed my game. I'd like to pause time here because my brain RDJ Sherlock homed at this point. I realized that he came in with the woman but she was completely avoiding the counter and eye contact with both of us but stayed nearby. I noticed what he wore and how he held himself which I'm sorry to admit, was one for one all the stereotypes of a man-child FPS player. His clothes were three sizes too big, relatively expensive brands, backwards hat, and apparently he thought that being loud at a woman much smaller in stature than him means that he'll get what he wants. My unnecessary sassy butt starts thinking, LOL, my system, do I look like Bill Gates? It was an Xbox 360. Now I am absolutely a B. I always have been, but I needed this job, so I composed myself and I put on what I hoped was my retail voice and asked him to help me understand what happened. In his advancing fervor, he explained that he was playing COD one day and the disc wouldn't work. The Xbox that he bought from us months ago destroyed it. Okay, let me see. I'm sure some of you can guess, the disc had a perfectly circular scratch. The moment I see this, I start saying, oh, okay, this is a very common problem. It happens when the Xbox, the Xbox broke it. Technically, yeah. Well, I need a new Xbox. I'm not paying since it's your fault. And cue my eyebrows raising. Honestly, I can't control my face as much as I'd like to. Admittedly, my expressions also act much like vibrant colors of a poisonous frog and gives people a fair warning for what's about to come out of my mouth. My retail voice is now out the window and my volume is matching his. Look, this is going to happen again. Not if you give me a working system. No, it's a problem with every Xbox 360. Do you want to know how to avoid it or do you want to keep destroying your games? And here is when I noticed the woman he walked in with look over at us. In hindsight, it seemed like she was shocked and had absolutely no idea how he would react to being talked to like this. Thankfully, what I said seemed to knock down his anger a peg. And a bat sounding cocky, he goes, yeah, go ahead and explain. And after a deep breath and thinking, I need this job, I need this job, I need this job, I ask if he has the console standing vertically or laying horizontally. 
and where. Once he says that it's on a desk and vertical, I tell him about the Xbox 360's problems regarding nearby vibrations shifting the disc reader in the console, which is why the scratch is a perfect circle. I explain how if you ever stomp too hard near the console with the disc inside, the laser meant to read the disc will instead sit against it and then grind into it upon turning the console on. Yes, this does happen with other consoles as well, but it was notorious in Xbox 360s. The woman who I I later learned was his girlfriend immediately comes over to his side and says oh that makes sense that's been happening the guy is completely silent i take this as a good sign and i continue i can replace the console if you want but this is unfortunately an issue with all of them i recommend laying the console on its side to give it more surface area and removing the game discs when you're done definitely don't move the system with the game inside i'll replace this copy for you this time It was about two months outside of its 30-day warranty though, and I recommend the year-long warranty because this covers everything, including circle scratches, as long as the disc is in one piece. Accidents happen. And despite my limboing in hell bars set for retail customers who come in screaming at me, he immediately calmed down and became much more understanding. I watched his shoulders deflate in real time as he tells me, okay, sure, uh, let's do that for now. So he gets another copy of the game for free, the year-long warranty, three bucks. He comments on how this will last him until the next COD anyway, so it works out. And I tell him to come back if anything else happens. His tone is pretty neutral, huge improvement, and responds, you too, when I tell him to have a good night. His girlfriend offered a rushed apology for before and also wishes me a good night. In the end, my adrenaline was through the roof after dealing with someone nearly a foot taller than me yelling inches from my face. But I was very happy with myself for how it ended. No, it was not a retail appropriate reaction on my part, but I never once believed that the customer was always right. I believe the customer comes in for a reason. There wouldn't have been no point in me sending that man home with another console without explaining the issues, and I'm very glad he was able to hold back his anger and listen. I'm also glad that I was able to get through to him. I have a slight stutter and I get progressively more stereotypical New Yorker, which is where I'm from, which gets way worse when I get angry. Customers should never act like that to another human being, but I had no idea what he was going through and for all I know, this was the last straw in a horrible week. He definitely helped me realize that not every angry customer just wants to piss me off or just wants free stuff and I hope I helped him realize that intimidation won't get you what you want. It's always better to get more of an understanding to a problem and that cashiers are human beings too. But let me know. Am I the jerk? I 100% agree with the OP with the idea that customers aren't always right. That is like saying that children always know what they're doing. If you are ignorant on a certain subject, you shouldn't try to BS your way to a solution. Sometimes you just need to let those with knowledge tell you the best course of action. Also, of course, this male Karen was a COD bro, right? I bet he's the type of person to say that everyone uses aimbots when he loses. My Karen of a boss wanted us to put in three months notice before quitting our job. This is an aftermath of So this is a rare sight on the Jerk channel, but we have an update to a previous story that we covered before. The TLDR to that previous post was that a supervisor sent out an email to their team where they talked down to employees that were leaving the company and said that three months notice is now required before anyone can quit. Now here's the update. This update is unfortunately anticlimactic for now as my boss didn't show up to work today, but I'm going to work tomorrow to finish out the week and he should be in the office. To clear up some frequently asked questions I saw in the comments, I don't believe the entire team is going to quit. Reason being that this is a very secure job with great potential 
potential for earning over six figures. The benefits and pay package, the retirement, uncapped commissions, and commission percentages are some of the highest I've ever seen in this line of work. And benefits-wise, at any job I've ever had. A lot of the employees on this team rely on this job as their career, and although communication from this supervisor was absolutely absurd, it doesn't come as a surprise to most of us. He's always been very selfish and an authoritative boss. I've never gotten into any trouble at this company, and I've always stayed in the top 20 of leading representatives, so I've never really dealt with this nonsense directly until now. I will not be disclosing the details of my company, as my supervisor only deals with one of many teams of representatives. There are lots of teams all under different supervisors and I've already spoken to two today who are more than willing to take me on their teams and seeing that this job is such a great opportunity I don't want to risk losing it because of one bad boss I will be removing myself from his team which is going to leave another spot to fill essentially causing the same damage I have reported him to HR and I'm hesitant to threaten contacting the labor board as I am essentially switching teams in the same company and don't know the repercussions that could follow the only thing I have noticed is that Two of the three people who put in their two weeks were not in the office today. I don't see them coming back, but good for them. Half of my team is unbothered. It's difficult to switch teams unless you're a top sales representative because you have to jump through hoops to the board on the existing employees whose sales and books of the business are already tied to one region. I will be back tomorrow with more updates of the conversation I have with them. A few people have told me I should record this with my phone in my pocket. That is something I will do, but I don't know how I'll post it here on Reddit. Update to the update. Our bodies come in different shapes and sizes, so doesn't it make sense that our weight loss plans should too? That's the beauty of Noom. They build a personal plan that factors in dietary restrictions, medical issues, and other personal needs so your plan works for you. Noom doesn't restrict or shame when you want to treat yourself. Their flexible program focuses on progress instead of perfection. You don't have to give up carbs or anything. And with their daily lessons, you can learn something new about your food choices every day. After just a few days of using the app, I learned how to recognize cues for overeating and how to choose the right foods to feel full. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M dot com. And check out Noom's first ever cookbook, The Noom Kitchen, for a hundred healthy and delicious recipes to promote better living. Available to buy now wherever books are sold. This post has reached multiple social media outlets, news websites, etc. My ex-boss and HR have seen it. I can no longer speak about this on social media as instructed by HR. But what I can say is legal action is being taken against this former employee. I wish I could tell y'all everything. Thank you again for the support and overwhelming responses. But let me know. Am I the jerk? So yeah, like I said, this was a previous update to a story that we covered on the Jerk channel. It isn't often that we get to see the aftermath to a lot of these posts. I will say the original story didn't seem like this person worked at such a high paying job. And like they say, more money equals more problems. So it makes sense on why the supervisor seems so terrible. I feel like I've put up with more for far less in my time of working. Entitled customer demands I change the radio station at my gym because he doesn't like my music. I decided to maliciously comply. I work in a very small gym. We have a small team and members are greeted by name. We almost always have time for small talk and stuff like that. Overall, a very friendly, almost family-like environment. We have a lot of older folks coming in. The afternoons are a lot more younger, though. 
The premises are small. I have seen bigger weight rooms at colleges, and there are not more than 10 to 12 people occupying the weight room at the same time. This is on a busy day. You get the idea. So this guy, let's call him Jay, 80, male, he is resistant to feedback. So from a health standpoint, there's room for improvement, but he's never listened in the path, so I don't even bother anymore. He usually comes in at the last moment, even though his sessions are quite long, no matter if he comes in 20 minutes earlier than usual, he always leaves one minute before we close. He takes forever in the changing room and always makes it a point to come out one minute before closing time. I have suspected in the past that he just sits in the changing room, even though being done, and just waits until the last minute. I had to work one day on Christmas and you know with a small gym like ours I expected to be out at least 30 minutes prior to closing. Nope, he stayed exactly until closing time saying, oh just made it in time, with a smug grin and took another 5 minutes to leave the premises which I had to lock up after him. I was late to something that I was really looking forward to and was really pissed. In my humble opinion, you just don't do that to people. He openly mocks my clients or me when I train them, but never inappropriately, which makes it really hard to say anything. He also refuses to turn his phone off. We do store our members' phones, or he forgets to silence it when his alarm goes off. I have to follow him around the gym like a servant to get him to turn it off. I asked him to turn it to silence once, and his response was, oh, it can't possibly be bothering you. Anyway, so we play the radio station to have some music in the background during workouts. Usually it is something like the most played stations in our area, something you would expect most people to like. Some work out with headphones, but especially the older folks won't and are more sensitive. Most days I cannot stand our radio stations because they mostly play the same stuff over and over and it just drives me nuts. So I sometimes play a different genre. Now I know music tastes differ, so I make sure it's not too loud. It is also nothing crazy or disturbing. Since changing it a few times, I have gotten many compliments, people saying they like the change in tune and so on. One day I have a different station on and Jay walks up to me. In a rude tone, hey OP, I have a question for you. Do you like the music that's being played at the moment? No, I actually have a habit of changing the station to something I don't enjoy. Of course I do like it. Oh, how can someone possibly like this kind of music? Because they actually like it. But you don't have to play it here. I can imagine people don't like it. It's not appropriate and it makes me quite aggressive. Well, I know that tastes vary, but so far I've gotten nothing but positive feedback. You are the first person to actually complain. Huh, I can't imagine that I am. And then Jay just walks off. In the meantime, I hear him bother the other three people in the gym and ask them if they like the music and if he'd like them to change the station. He finds one person that is indifferent to the music being played, but would like a station change nonetheless. So he walks up to me again. OP, so I found this guy and we agree the station should be changed. We would prefer something like this. Insert station that plays slow old people music. Sorry if that offends anyone. Cue my malicious compliance. Sure, if people ask that nicely, I will absolutely have no problem changing the station. But I will not play that station as a lot of people would not like something so slow and tiring in the background. But I'll make sure to change it so it won't bother you anymore. I changed the station a few times as per his request that day. It was always something very specific, a different genre, never just chat radios, and every time he realized what I did, he just requested another station. I think we made it through five stations until he gave up. After this, his phone went off once again and I told him this time that he had to turn it off. He said the same thing I mentioned before, to which I replied, well it makes me quite aggressive. 
followed by, if it's not turned to silent, I will not store it for you anymore. I am not your secretary. Since this incident, I have had my station and the chart station on rotation. If he comes in on a day with my station playing, he never complains anymore. But let me know. Am I the jerk? You know, this J person does sound like a jerk, but being 80 years old and at the gym, I gotta give him props for that, man, even if he is a cranky old man. As for him staying until closing, that is kind of annoying, but he probably has nothing else to do, to be honest. At 80, I can only imagine that some people are just trying to fill out the hours in the day. My class thought my graduation video was boring, so I decided to maliciously comply and give them exactly what they wanted, knowing the school would hate it. I graduated from high school this year. Big thing, obviously. Now, the thing is that I studied at an international school in Europe, so as you might imagine, it's a pretty small establishment with a pretty small class size. To set the scene, my class, which was the largest to ever graduate in my school, was made up of 18 people in total. That's it. So plainly said, we're a pretty tight-knit group, and we shared many memories together, not only in high school, but some of us throughout middle school as well. Hence why it's a tradition for someone to make a graduation video to commemorate all the years that were shared by the students throughout the years. Me being the masochist that I am, I decided to volunteer to make the video, thinking, how hard can this be? It's only five minutes worth of videos and photos. Boy, was I wrong. From the get-go, I asked my classmates if they could send me photos and videos, as well as if everybody could vote on a song that everyone would be happy with. Of all the people in my class, only three people sent what I asked of them and pretty much nobody replied about a song. I tried pressuring them on the class group chat, but it was all in vain. At this point, it was Thursday the 2nd of June, and I had a pretty busy week ahead of me with the graduation ceremony being the following Friday on the 10th, and the deadline for the video was Tuesday the 7th. So I got working. On Thursday, I started drafting the structure of the video. I'm quite serious about video editing and I wanted to get in some practice, so I decided to do things seriously. Then I had to stop because my 11-year-old cousin was visiting. So at this point, Thursday's gone by, and an Now I only have Friday and Saturday morning to work on it. Great. On Friday, I took the photos that I received from my classmates, and I found some older ones on the PC, in yearbooks, and the school achieve. Then proceeded to transfer all of the files on my computer and download a song that I thought was appropriate to put in the background. Rocket Man by Elton John. Then between late afternoon and 3am I proceeded to edit 90% of the video. Saturday morning I wake up rather annoyed, jump in the car and keep editing for another 2 hours while I'm in the car with my family as we're driving to Milan to go to a concert. Finally I'm done. I give it one last look, correct a few small details here and there. It was excellent. Of course, this was because of me being a perfectionist and a masochist at the same time. Not only did I ensure to make the video a nice commemoration of my class's memories, I went above and beyond to have all the photos make sense chronologically. Have it be well balanced between photos and videos, have smooth transitions, and even have it perfectly synced with the music. So I export it to my Google Drive and share it with my classmates on WhatsApp. I wasn't expecting anything, especially because I could have decided not to send it to them in the first place and leave it as is. But let's just say that I would have appreciated a thank you at the very least. Nope. All I got in return was people complaining about the video being too serious and not liking the music. But I was nice about it and asked what would they want changed. What I received in return was a series of requests including change the song and include more partying. Now, the one thing you do need to know about my class is even though despite its small size, there was still a group of people that were known as the party animals, who coincidentally were the ones who complained about the video being too serious. Good for them. I asked them if they wanted me to redo it, 
They said yes, so I complied. But you see, I had an ace up my sleeve. So it's Sunday night as I return from Milan after spending a day with my friend whom I hadn't seen in over a year, who also went to see the same concert, I get home about 1am and get back to work. I took the song they wanted and all the photos and videos that they also requested and I just dumped them into a timeline on the video editor. It absolutely sucked. It was random and only featured the party animal students. There was no glimpse of me or pretty much half of the class in the entire video. But hey, it only took me half an hour and that's what they wanted, so good for them. Now obviously the one thing that they didn't think about was any video I made needed to be approved by the diploma program coordinator. So I gave them the second video that featured quite a lot of drinking, partying, and literally only half the class and it got rejected immediately as I had anticipated. So I told the coordinator that I had made another video, which was perhaps more appropriate for the occasion. I'm pretty sure you can guess what video got shown at the graduation ceremony and ended up getting a standing ovation. Obviously, it was the original video I made. But let me know, was I the jerk in this situation? This story was funny because these party animals sound just like the group of people that represented my graduating class. Granted, my class was a lot bigger than 18 people, but a lot of them were party people. Do you want to know what our class song was? For those of you that might not do this in other countries, the song is supposed to represent your senior class. The song that my senior class picked was Drive by the band Incubus. The song itself is about drinking and driving. Now personally, I didn't care. I actually liked the band, but I did think it was dumb for that to be our class song. But a few years back, I heard that this group of people was also in charge of the reunion that was supposed to happen, and it turned out to be a dumpster fire fast. Apparently, they thought it would be a good idea to have a reunion in a location like Vegas. That instantly fell through when people mentioned that not everyone can just up and travel. You would think that the next logical thing would be to rent out a place and just have a big get-together, right? Nope, they couldn't manage to even pull that together, which was crazy because one of the people in the group worked at NASA. I wasn't even considering going to this thing anyway since I didn't talk to anyone from high school anymore, but I heard that the reunion ended up being people just bar hopping, something people do probably every weekend anyways. This is why you never listen to the party kids. They just know how to show up. They don't know how to plan things. That's it for today's video. If you want to make sure you don't miss out on any content, hit that subscribe button and make sure you hit that bell to turn on notifications. If you want to finish listening to all those stories, use the playlist at the top of the description. And if you're someone who live streams and needs copyright free music, check out the Cream of the Crop music by searching Cream of the Stream on Spotify or whatever music platform you choose. Remember, it's free.